Welcome to the Women's Pelvic Pain Podcast, your ultimate source of uncensored information on women's pelvic health. In this podcast, you will hear from health practitioners, holistic healers, nutrition experts, and fitness gurus, in addition to people who have or had suffered from chronic pelvic pain in order to learn and understand everything there is to know about pelvic floor disorders. I'm here to share with you what I've learned in my seven and counting years of personal experience with chronic pelvic pain. Approximately one-third of women suffer from pelvic pain. It's an unspoken epidemic. So many of us have it, yet no one talks about it. However, the mission of this podcast is to break the pelvic pain silence. The conversations are intimate, raw, and completely unedited in order to deliver the most authentic information possible. With education, patience, and the proper tools and techniques, pelvic pain can be overcome. Welcome back to the Women's Pelvic Pain Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Matluck. I'm a holistic health and wellness coach, and I have struggled with my own chronic pelvic pain for many years. I started this podcast to spread awareness and education into what pelvic pain is and to really provide insight and comfort to others who have it as well. So I just want to quickly share with you guys that Today, actually, I was looking at the statistics for the podcast, and I had no idea that there are not only listeners from the United States, but from so many other countries, such as the United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, Italy, Indonesia, New Zealand, South Africa, Japan, Germany, France, Israel. I mean, the list was just going on, and I was I was amazed and overwhelmed, and really grateful that this podcast has been able to reach so many people. So today I'm here with a 27-year-old named Abby. She's going to share with us her pelvic pain story. And usually when I record a pelvic pain story episode, I'm so eager to hear that person's story right when I meet them that we usually have a quick conversation before we start recording. But I decided that it's much more authentic and real for you guys listening for that conversation to not be had beforehand and for the first time that whoever's story is shared to actually be live on the podcast. So here we go. Thank you, Abby, for being so willing to share your story with us. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. I love this podcast and everything you believe in is right. Thank you. Um, our physical therapist, Erica, connected. The we two- love Erica. We love Erica. <laughs> she connected the two of us. So I'm excited. And let's go. Okay, how did your pelvic pain start? Well, when it started, I had no idea it was pelvic pain. I didn't even know what that was or if that was a concept. Like, I literally would have had no idea. Um, but I guess it started when I was like a junior in college and I was about to go abroad to Thailand. It was like my second semester junior year and I just broke up with my boyfriend. I was like miserable and like had to go to Thailand and like, I was just like, what is happening? And I went to Thailand and I guess my diet really changed and my body just wasn't like doing really great. So I started getting like a bunch of yeast infections and like was in Thailand and so could not go to my gynecologist. And so 
I was kind of taking over the counter stuff, but like was never really diagnosed. And then I also um, was taking antibiotics for malaria prevention, which I also didn't know is like really not good for you. And so I was just like taking antibiotics every day and I was just like eating pad thai three meals a day and I was just like not healthy. And so my vagina just got like really mad at me. And then like six months later, I came back um, to America and, you know, started kind of going to my gyno and saying I have yeast infection and she would cure it. And then like a month later, I would be back with BV. And then a month later, I would have UTI. And it was just like a whole stew of like um, antibiotics and just like cream you would put up your vag and like I would just be like yes yes give me all the medicine um and I didn't really even put together that it was like happening continuously so that happened for like a few years same really (laughs) yeah um still honestly I still have like yeast infections all the time and was on antibiotics all I would take antibiotics even like ones that weren't like I would be like oh mom I need antibiotics she would give me some oh grandma I need antibiotics for like a UTI and dudes (laughs) are always just like give them the antibiotics and I'm just like dude like I don't need them I had no idea they were bad for you like two years ago I'm just it's amazing in the past two years how much I've learned because I would take antibiotics for everything and then I I went to this functional medicine doctor and he was like you've destroyed your stomach that's what happened to me you've destroyed your gut like your body hates you right now you cannot take antibiotics and then um actually this health coach who worked at the doctor's office that i went to told me about a gynecologist named aviva ram i don't know if you've heard of her and she is an also like an herbalist and like a she's a yale trained md but she's like a really really holistic gynecologist and Mm -hmm. believes in like all like a lot of natural remedies when you can treat with natural remedies Mm -hmm. and I started following her and like going to this functional medicine doctor and I just realized how bad all these medications are and like how much they can actually make your symptoms worse yeah interesting no 100% I went to my mom was like and when I was actually going I wasn't even going for for vagina stuff directly I was because I was also because my digestive tract was just shot like I was just in my stomach was in pain all the time and like um I was like having diarrhea and I was just like something is like very wrong so then I went to um this woman Andrea Moss who is amazing I call her my witch doctor but I don't know if she knows I call her my witch Mm -hmm. doctor but if she listens to this like I'm sure she'll be cool. <laughs> um, so then I started going to Andrea, and we started just really doing the work Wait, on the what, gut. What? She's a functional medicine doctor. What is she? She's like a she's like a holistic health mm-hmm. guide. Mm-hmm. I think she like is a naturopath maybe, mm-hmm. but she's also just amazing. She's mm-hmm. a dream, and she was like the first person who really in terms of providers, I felt gave a shit about what I was going through. Um, And like was there for me so hard and just like was amazing. And this was the first time where I was just, where like another person was looking at me and being like, all of these things are happening and they all suck. And like, we're gonna fix them. And like, you're gonna be okay. And like really giving it to me and like meaning it. Mm. And 
I mean, it's that is so important on this journey is working with people that you really like know, get it, and like get the physical and emotional like baggage that it brings. A hundred percent. And also I think what's so important about the kind of more like holistic naturopathic doctors when you have pelvic pain is that they're the last doctors who are going to tell you that like it's in your head or that you need to take medicine like most exactly you know standard doctors are going to be like oh take medicine or like come back to me in a month yeah but like those types of more functional medicine doctors like will never say that to you um Hold on. So before you saw her, mm-hmm. you were just seeing your gynecologist and you were having all these issues. Um, I well, that I was seeing my gynecologist, but then like also she wasn't I was not happy with what was happening with her. Right. Even though I loved her and she was my like gynecologist like in high school and college and I really love her. But she did not know what was up. She was right. she did not know what was up and was just like, and I was just like, Ugh, no. I had I had a gynecologist who I loved and she this was like three maybe three years ago probably and she didn't know what was up either and yeah. she gave me I remember like a topical ointment for because yeah. I said I have really bad burning and itching yeah. and she gave yeah. me a topical ointment and she was like use this morning and night for fourteen days it was like an antifungal cream and I went home and I remember using the ointment and I was like this is not working this is not working this is not doing anything I Ugh, knew it wasn't working of course working. you always know and it's not working last week I have this horrible yeast infection and my doctor now who's a different doctor prescribes me the same ointment and I'm like okay this now this is working yeah, like, yeah, this, yeah. you know when something's yeah, working yeah, and when yeah, it's not yeah anyways so you had this gynecologist so she whatever it's not her fault I, uh-huh. I'm I still I still think she's a great doctor, but, um, pelvic pain just isn't something that yeah. it's not her fault, <laughs> right? It's, but it also is. Cause like, like everyone should know about this and they don't because it's about women and because it's a women's issue. It doesn't, it probably doesn't get as much like funding. Like there's so many ads for fucking like erectile dysfunction <laughs> stuff on the train. And like, we get like, come on. Dude, I you know. know. I also am convinced that, one of the reasons why m- most gynecologists don't talk enough or don't know enough about pelvic pain is because I think it is more recent that it is understood that yeah. women of a younger age can have pelvic pain. It's not something that just you develop like after you've had babies yeah, or something, yeah, yeah. right? So yeah. I went to, I remember my mom's gynecologist because when all this was started and she was like, you have to see my gynecologist who's amazing and I've seen for 20 years. And I went to him and he was like, oh, you've never had kids. You can't have pelvic pain. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's so wrong. Like, there yeah. are so many people who have pelvic pain who are really young. Yeah. Okay. So you were having these issues. You saw this woman doctor. My who, witch doctor. Your witch doctor. Yeah. yeah. And so then I, okay, so then I saw my witch doctor. And she was like my person for like a long time. And then I would, st- and then I started having to go to the gynecologist less and less. Mm-hmm. Because things got better because, well, I went paleo for like two years. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like still gluten-free, dairy-free. Wait, can, so am I. Can you give a timeline of A of timeline. So yes. Like- okay, okay. So I go to Thailand in honestly the spring of 2011. Okay, so it's 2018. So this is seven years ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Um... 
So I go to Thailand in the spring of 2011. I come back, and actually I come back, and for a while things are fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. For a while things are fine. Probably they're fine until I graduate from college, actually. But this is somehow involved. Then I was, like, kind of fine for college, but then basically I didn't... um, I didn't realize what was going on, or I didn't start seeing the witch doctor until the spring of 2015. Okay. Yeah. And then that's where we are now. That's where we are. Yeah. So then I went to the witch doctor. Wait, so why did you go to the witch doctor? Because your issues, your vaginal issues were kind of coming back and like you just didn't feel healthy and you were like, I need to get my stuff checked out. Yes, and I was, like, having a lot of digestive distress because of all the, like, gynos I'd seen. And just because I'm, like, a Jewish Ashkenazi woman and we're just prone. We are prone to this. It's, like, very much a thing. That's so interesting. To pelvic pain? Or just just to, to, like... gut distress, which is honestly probably the root. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's Uh it's a root. It can be a root of just, like... Either, like, being really constipated. That's never been my problem. But, like, I've always, like... I don't know. Like, I've always digested food really fast, and, like, I poop a lot. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all just related. Like, because then you'll realize that, like, when your tummy's happier, your vagina is happier. I could not agree more. It's a direct correlation. Literally, like, I was actually thinking this the other day. Nothing makes me happier than, and not in, like, an eating disorder way, but mm-hmm. nothing makes me happier than going to the bathroom. Like, when I have a really good poop, I'm literally the... Ha- I'm like, this made my day. I'm going to have a great day today. Yeah. <laughs> like, I actually feel significantly... Everything feels better. Like, my, I have lower back pain. My back feels better. My pelvic pain feels better. Like, I have more energy. Everything. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, who knew, like, having a good poop was, like, yeah, the best thing that could happen in yeah. your day? <laughs> okay, so you see this doctor. Also, I realized doctor. that while this was all happening, I was doing vinyasa yoga, like constantly hoping Mm -hmm. that it would help but Mm -hmm. in retrospect I think I was like going a little too hard yeah and so then your muscles get like involved right you know and that's I feel like the when it crosses over to then being like pelvic pain Mm -hmm. like real um like without an infection so then after so then I cleared up all um I cleared up all the infections and I like stopped having to go to the gyno, but then I was still like, I still didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you feel? My, I, my vagina just felt like not happy, like yeah. really kind of like, it just felt like I had a yeast infection Yeah. and I didn't have a yeast infection yeah. and like, oh, and sex had become like not good. Yeah. Why? And well, like when I started having sex, I was like completely like n- not. I wouldn't even think twice about it. Yeah. Not that I, would, you know, obviously I would think twice about it, right. but like it felt completely great and right. normal. And then it just started feeling like not great. Mm-hmm. And you had kind of anxiety around it. Oh my god! Because you were like, oh, I'm gonna get. Well, I didn't even. Re- oh my god! I, mean, I yes. have that too. I mean, I didn't even realize at the time like exactly like even that it was really painful because then because then I would be like oh but I just have yeast infection or like oh I'll get it treated and they'll be better I'll get it treated and then like when it stopped being better I was just like it just kind of felt well first of all it was just kind of like hard it was hard to get it in to be mm-hmm. blunt like it was just mm-hmm. kind of like putting a dick in me it was just like not comfy ow this like feels like my vagina is like get out yeah yeah 
So that was like stressful, especially because I, at that time I was like very single and like hooking up with dudes and, you know, liking dudes and then like being ashamed about this. And then mm-hmm. if it didn't work out with a guy being like, it's cause of my vagina, like, but like, you know, like. And it's like, also, how do you explain this to guys? They just, right, it's well, really hard, especially right. ones that you don't really know that well. Right. So you go to the witch doctor. So the, so the witch doctor, I mean, I'm, I still love this woman. Um, and she just like really healed my gut. So I was, pay- so then I started, so then I was in 2015, um, I became, I went paleo for two years. And then my gut was like a lot happier. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when the pelvic pain still didn't go away. So Did now. Did it make the pelvic pain better, the new diet or not really? Um... Yes, in the sense that I wasn't getting yeast infections and BB. Yeah. True. I mean, but in but I was still really uncomfortable. Yeah. I was less uncomfortable because I didn't have infections, but I was still like uncomfortable. You still knew something was wrong. Right, because I was because because I felt itchy all the time and sex was like not good. Oh, and tampons were like an absolute fucking no. So then I was like, oh my god. Then I was like wearing pads. It was like so awful. Yeah. Oh my god. I was like, I'm literally in seventh grade again, and like, I have vowed I would not be back. (laughs) You know? So So then. Okay, so you're on, you did the paleo diet. It helped you. You ridded yourself from these infections through diet, which is amazing. Yeah. And after you still knew something was wrong. You were having trouble like wearing tampons and like with sex and things didn't feel right. So mm-hmm. then what did you do after that? So then And this is 2015 now. This, so this has is to like be later than 2015. Ago. If I started grad school in the fall of 2015, then this was the spring of 2016. Okay. And I was in grad school and I started just like getting like I mean I was this just like affected me so much. Yeah. I mean I felt like I was never going to be able to have sex again. I felt like I was going to be uncomfortable forever. I was like very much like this is just my life now. Like yeah. I'm going to just like this is just my life now. It was like just really could really bad. My poor therapist. Um who I'm still with and honestly another person who really got me through because she was just like we're gonna figure it out like we're right. gonna figure it out like it, you know whatever that's um, helpful though oh my god yeah everyone someone like I mean that. everyone needs to be in therapy too yeah. who's dealing with this because it's like really easy for you it to be really confusing about like your identity and just like so it's like it breathe it like makes you feel like a lot of shame that you like don't need to feel I'm happy you brought that up because I feel like that is such an important part of the process like oh, getting yeah. through chronic pain yeah. pelvic pain or any type of chronic pain is like having someone a therapist like psychologist anyone that you can talk to yeah that's like a neutral third party yeah. it's not like a mom or a friend or something yeah. because they actually know you know how they can kind of like help you through this so that you're not horribly depressed yeah okay so you yeah. have the therapist at this point are you still seeing right. the witch doctor um Things have kind of died down with the witch doctor, mm-hmm. but we're but like you know I'll still hit her. I would still hit her up and right. whatever. But like she that she was kind of like, we were kind of like okay something's happening that isn't digestive right. because you don't have any infections and you have this pain. So like what else can we do? 
So then I like in, I was in like a total Google, like, like, like I was like, had gone rogue on Google and was just like Googling just like, like clinic for people with vagina pain that doesn't go away. Like, you know, just like insane shit. I mean, like, I love to, I love to Google. It's the problem. Um, and I ended up finding this, this guy in Philly mm-hmm. at this place called the Center for Vaginal Health. He was a dream. I loved mm-hmm. him so much. His name was Dr. Sobel. Mm-hmm. So um, you drove to Philly. I took a train. Yeah, I lived in New York. Uh-huh. My parents were just kind of like, all right, like she's got to go to Philly. We got to do it. Or, at first, I tried to get in. With I think I tried to get in with this doctor Andrew Goldstein. Oh, then what happened is that my best friend Ariel uh-huh. um, put me in touch with like her college friend's best friend from high school, and she was like, "You should talk to Nora. Like Nora has a lot of like similar stuff to you. You should talk to her." Uh-huh. So then I talked to this girl Nora, who had vulvodynia uh-huh. and was like, girl, you have vulvodynia. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And she was like, I'm pretty sure you have vulvodynia. Like, go to my doctor, Dr. Andrew Goldstein. So then I was like, I heard of him, yeah. I was like, what the fuck is vulvodynia? I remember when I was in a Googling hole, I read vulvodynia and I called my mom. I'm hysterically crying. I'm like, mom, I have vulvodynia. She's like, no, you don't. Like, grandma had that. You don't have that. I do. Yeah. Little dude. Did she know? Yeah. Anyway, so it's a scary name. It's a really um, scary name. And I was also like, what is this? So then I was like, okay, I need to go to Philly. So I get on the Wait, damn so train. I, okay. To go to Philly. To go to Philly. And I see this Dr. Ryan Sobel, who was, who was a really, really, really good doctor. Mm-hmm. He was like at Jefferson Hospital. And he was just like a really sweet doctor. And he was the first pers- specialist who I saw. It's so interesting that you left New York to go to Philly just because there's so many doctors in New York. I know. know? Well, I was literally like, I've seen every doctor in New York. I know. And no one is helping me. So, like, where can I go? Like, I was, like... Desperate. I was so desperate. So you get on the train. You go to Philly. So I go to Philly, and I see Dr. Sobel. And at first, he's like, okay, let's rule some stuff out. So he's, Mm -hmm. like, rules out a bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then is, like, like doing the exam on me. Mm -hmm. And is just, like your pelvic floor muscles are so tight. Mm -hmm. No doctor had ever said that to me. Yeah. Like this is definitely like either muscular or nerve related or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So then he puts me on, I started taking Mm Elevel. Do you take Elevel? I took, so now I take Cymbalta, but I took Amitriptyline. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. 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 So I took, I, yeah, I was yeah. on like a bunch of different things, and yeah. now I'm just on Cymbalta. Yeah, yeah. So he put so you he on prescribed me Elevil, yeah. which was like a really great drug mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, it helps a lot of people. Yeah, it was super duper helpful for me, and um, he was like, "You need to go. Do you need to go to PT?" Right. And then and so he put. Well, we both, like, know what the purpose of Elevil is, but just mm-hmm, to okay. kind of, like, share yeah. it. So he, he put you on this to help you with... So what? he thought... So this was to help me with, like, nerve pain. Right. Because so what we, happens is that when your pelvic floor or any muscle or whatever is, like, super, super, super tight... I'm going to totally botch this explanation. But basically, <laughs> your nerves get messed up. Right. 
you like your pain receptors are just off. So you're so I was constantly feeling this like itching or burning sensation because my at he at this point thought that my nerve receptors were like really messed up and so that right. the Elevel would help because it helps Calm. with like chronic pain. Right, right. It's it's also just like it helps with sleep like like my mom once said to me, she's like, Elevel is good for what ails you. <laughs> and it's really true. Yeah. R.I.P. Um, and, and that was really helpful. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, you need to go to physical therapy because you also need to work on this in terms of like your muscles. You need to go to right. PT in the same way that like if you break some, broke something, you go to PT. If something was needed to be worked out, you go to PT. And my another one of my best friend's mom's it's so funny when I think back on it because mm-hmm. she had recommended to me a while ago. She was like, oh, you should go to physical therapy. And I was like, I don't need to go to physical therapy. This is like when I – like the idea – because she had pelvic floor stuff, but like in the other direction, like was like needed to work on her muscle tension. So I was like, we do, this, we do not need the same physical therapist, whatever. Mm-hmm. But – Also, when you hear pelvic floor physical therapy for the first time, you're like, what? I don't need that. That's weird. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Totally. Okay. But then Dr. Sobel like was like, go to five points. And I was like, oh, my God, that's crazy. That's where my friend's mom had told me to go. Uh-huh. So then in the May of 2016, I went to five points. Mm-hmm. And I remember I remember talking to Eric on the phone before I went in. And then I went in and she like did an exam on me and was just like, your muscles are so tight. Like this is, you need, you're welcome. You're in the right place. Like, like how have you never been here before? Damn. So, so yeah. Then I was at five points for a while, like doing PT and it was really helping. Um, it was helping so much actually. I saw Kara mm-hmm. and I saw that Erica and Kara are both amazing. Five points is a great place. Um, and it was like getting a lot better, mm-hmm. but it and you were was going not. Twice a week. I think for the first maybe six months, I went twice a week, mm-hmm. and I was on. I had really good insurance at the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was okay, but I was getting like enough cover. I was right. getting a bunch covered, which was amazing because I was at um, I was in grad school, and. Yeah, things were things got so 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 much better, mm-hmm. especially cuz like now my digestive stuff was better and things were like feeling pretty good. Oh my god, also, I'm also I'm just leaving out so many people along the way. Like then I started going to acupuncture, mm-hmm. my acupuncturist like I just have such like there's such a team of like women in New York who have like saved my life. I know. Acupuncture was so key. Uh-huh. So 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 key. Damn. Um I did some acupuncture too at 5 points. Oh, really I helpful. don't. I I don't go at five point, but I still go. Like I was there yeah. yesterday. Like, oof. yeah, it's my it's my favorite thing. Um. So yeah, then I was at five point for about a year, and I was feeling like pretty good, but like it still just wasn't feeling quite right. Like right. I would still feel like some time some type of like itch or like for sex. It's it was so much better, but it still wasn't like perfect. perfect. And because like I know what it's like to have sex when your body's totally like on your mm-hmm. side, to then have sex when your body's not totally on your side is just kind of like I was still so messed up about it. Like yeah. I was still just like 
bargaining and I was just yeah. kind of like, all right, like I'm going to have to do this. Like I'm never going to, it was just like really sad. Yeah. And I was like feeling really hopeless about it. And it's just frustrating because knowing what it's like, exactly what you just said, like knowing what it's like to feel perfect. Yeah. It's like, why can't I feel that way? Yeah. And like, why can't you tell me how to feel? Like I'm t- like, it's like scary. Yeah. You're like, and, it, and it's, I don't know how to put this, how to word this properly, but it's not like you're in excruciating pain anymore right, and you're right, like extremely right. suffering, but it's just like a constant feeling of like not yeah. being able to be your happiest self because you're just like, like I can function and I can yeah, do everything, yeah. but I can't like have sex and not worry that like something's going to go like it's not oh my god I'm not gonna that be happy is the or worst. I'm gonna get an infection yeah. or it's going to be uncomfortable yeah. or like I'm going to set myself back five months yeah. or a year or yeah. whatever like yeah. that like mental anxiety like takes a big toll on you yeah so okay back to you no I, I think that what you're saying is totally true and also you know we internalize that as women mm-hmm. and then you know unconsciously maybe we're like well I shouldn't just I just I just shouldn't have sex because if I do this thing is gonna happen and it's yeah. like then I'm, am I being punished like it's just like it can yeah. just get really like not just it can get dark <laughs> I feel you so wait so, you, so after the physical therapy you're like I'm not right. 100% right so and then, then um last summer so this is summer 17 um Erica and Kara had been kind of like telling me to get a Botox injection. Did you have the same gynecologist as like years ago or who was your gynecologist? At this point, my point person was in Philadelphia. Okay. Was my Philly doctor. Right. But I wasn't really having to go. Right. Because, okay. mm-hmm. and he was like really great over email. Right. He's amazing. That's always really helpful. Oh my God. So helpful. Yeah. Because, like, I'm emailing him, like, 2 a.m. Yeah. And just be oh, like, dude. Like, <laughs> if you're a doctor, like, anyone medically, like, any medical professional, don't give me your email. I know. It's the worst mistake you'll have. I would text I Erica at, like, 3 in the morning. Wow. I remember this and be like, Erica. No, this was before I had her cell phone number. I would email her, I remember. And like, I would email her late Oh, my God. Too. I put some cream in my vagina. I'm literally burning so bad. I can't sleep. Help. What am I doing? Am I dying? And, like. Oh my god, she would respond the next day and be like, She's really, okay. really fun over email. <laughs> like, you're gonna be okay, but like, what did you put in your vagina? I yeah, no, but that's also something that, like, I, like, I found w- some cream and it was it was some homeopathic cream and, and I ordered it online. And, and you're, you're allowed to put it internally, but I ordered the extra strength version that Yikes. you're not allowed to put internal, but I didn't read that. Oh god. So I put it inside. I'm oh an god. idiot. I was an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was just like my vagina was on fire for at least 24 hours yeah okay no one thing that a doctor said to me this is actually a good doctor that I went to she was kind of a more holistic doctor too but she was just like first of all stop shoving random shit up your yeah. vagina because I'm like ordering shit from like Tibet like I'm just like getting everything just being like oh my god this will be the answer like this route from like it's just like like you're literally you just like put your hope in anything but that this doctor was like stop shoving shut up shit up your vagina and i was like roger that (laughs) no so now i don't do that anymore (laughs) okay so back to yeah back to the focus yes 
you knew something wasn't right still. So Eric and Kara were basically like, I think you should get a Botox injection. Okay. And I was like, really? And they were just like, yeah, I think you should. And my friend Nora mm-hmm. had gotten a Botox injection mm-hmm. and was like, this changed my life. This is going to do it for you. Like you have the gut under control. You have the candida under control. Right. You have like your shit under control. This is This is like in your muscles, get the Botox. Just to interrupt for a second, so basically what you mean by Botox is not like cosmetic Botox. Right, no. I'm not trying to get like a facelift to right. the badge. So it's like pelvic floor Botox. Yeah. So they use the ingredient that they would use, let's say, on your face or whatever, but mm-hmm. they put it in your pelvic floor. They go mm-hmm. in through your vagina and they put it into the pelvic floor muscles that mm. are spasming. Yeah. And the goal is that it relaxes the muscles and... Like, it goes right to the muscle. It relaxes yeah. the muscle and decreases the pain. Yeah. And it be, when the muscle's relaxed, you, like, go to PT, and you really, like, get the muscles, like, loosened mm-hmm. up. Um, so I was like, all right, I'm going to damn do it. Mm-hmm. So, so how long ago was this? This was last September. Okay. This was last August. So almost a year ago. Like a year ago. ago. A little over a year. Yeah. Yeah. And so I went. I was really scared. My best friend Belle came with me, like my my partner. Um, She just came with me like a champ. Mm -hmm. Um, And so at this point, I had started, I had just gotten sent to Dr. Dina Harris. Mm -hmm. Who's still my doctor? Mine too. Which she's we put two she's and two a together. legend. She is a legend. She's a le- she's a legend. Yeah, she's she's the real deal. She's mm-hmm. who you want to go to. Yes. Um. So I went to her. I think this was like on August fifth. I don't even remember. But Belle came with me, and I did the Botox injection. And I want to have her on the podcast. Oh my god, she would really get into it. She'd be I down. Know. But I haven't had the right moment when we're, like, in an appointment to tell her. I'm like, that's not the focus. Like, the focus is me when I'm at the doctor. Like, my issues. Maybe get her email address. Shoot her her at midnight. When 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 I get to the point where I'm, like, there and it's not, like, emergency situation, I'll just have a conversation and be like, all right, so now you're going to be on the podcast. Yeah. Okay, so you go to Dr. Harris. She's a busy lady. So I get the Botox, and then I'm in PT, and things just kind of, like, start feeling better so how long did it take so i actually got botox last week oh, i was putting off for yes. like ever months and yes, months and months and erica at pt was like you have to do this botox and i yeah. was scared to do it and i didn't want to do it and like kind of just in denial that i need to do this it's amazing and then i got to the point where i'm like i feel 85 percent better but i don't feel 100 percent, and i don't like not feeling 100 percent. like mm-hmm. 85 isn't good enough it's not good enough no and I've done everything else, as you said. Like, I go to PT. I've done acupuncture. Yeah, I've, like, yeah. done the diet thing. Yeah, I've yeah. seen functional medicine doctors, like, fixed my gut, whatever yeah. there was to do. And I was like, I don't even know what else I can do, so I'm just going to give this a shot. Yeah. So I got it last week. Yeah. So let's see. But it's supposed <laughs> Did to- Dr. Harris say to you, she, she said it to me, she was like, she was like, only a, <laughs> only a small percentage of people um, oh, have poop on the, like, just, yeah, have, like, yeah. like can't hold in their poop. So, you know, if, if you kind of have to poop, like, don't go on the subway. And I was just like, 
All right. Yeah, like, bring your changed underwear around with you for the next <laughs> two weeks. I'm like, okay. That did not <laughs> happen to, to me. But you'll have to let us know because you're in that. Yeah. You're in that three. Ooh, you're about to be. Yeah, well, but she said she hasn't. So, she said she changed her technique and it hasn't happened in a while. Right. Yeah. She's Good got a great know. technique. Good technique. It's all about the technique. Uh, oh my god. Okay. So how anyway, long did yeah. it take for it to work? Because it's supposed to take two weeks. Well, right, for you to feel any. That's what they say. Yeah. I think I. I think I. Um. I think that it took about three weeks for me to be feeling loose. Um, then I was like nervous and so I was like, and Erica was like, well, you know, you could go back and just get like a little, like sometimes she'll like top it off right, or something. Right. So then I went and got a little topped off. Right. God. <laughs> People that are listening to this that don't have pelvic pain are just like, what? Are literally what's going on um and then like i started just feeling way better and then i so think you went a month later and she gave a little bit more both yeah she gave a little more botox yeah uh-huh. did she it might have even that? have been like three weeks uh-huh. yeah she said if it is you're not feeling a hundred percent in florida or if it's she's just like you'll know if you need to come back okay so i was like can i come back for like a little and she was like yeah and then I think I was, like, more emotionally available after that, Mm -hmm. like, to sex Mm -hmm. and just, like, love. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. Then I, like, started sleeping with someone, Mm -hmm. and it felt really good. And, like, he was really amazing about it. Mm -hmm. And I was really, like, vulnerable about it. And Mm -hmm. that was really amazing. And then, like... It just kind of went away, like like completely. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I still no. It, I mean, I still have to deal with stuff. Right. Like, I still get like if like I'll get tight sometimes, and I'll have yeah. to dilate or like yeah. you know, having consistent sex with with like a partner mm-hmm. who you like can let in like. Mm-hmm is actually really good for your pelvic floor, yeah. apparently. That was also because, like, I wasn't having sex yeah. because it hurt too much to have sex, but little yeah. do you know that that's, like, what you kind of... You just help. wanted to open. Um, and then I just started having, like, really fire sex again. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, this is... It's like back! The sex is back! Like, I'm my back. body's back! Yeah. Like, my vagina's back! Like, my self-esteem's back! Yeah. Like... Damn. And like, I'll still do, like, you know, I still am like, like this changes you. It makes you like, I mean, honestly, it made me so much more in touch with my body. Mm -hmm. Like in a weird way, it was a gift. It gives you like this empathy for honestly women and just anyone dealing with chronic pain that like, it's a, it's a good thing to have. It just, it changes you, but it's, not in like yeah. with the goal that you can overcome it. You're a million times like smarter and yeah. more aware of your body. I know, which is I, pretty cool. Honestly, it's the best. I mean, and you know, I still get so freaked out about yeah. stuff, but like, wait, yeah, no go. The fact that I did get better. Let's. It's just like you can get better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. Anyone that has this, I hope, like, can get better. What were your main symptoms? Like, when you went for the Botox, like, what were the things that you still were dealing with? It was just, like, a, it was like, just burning, like, like a little itch. Yeah, it was, like, like a little discomfort. itch. It was just, like, a little discomfort. Yeah. And 
I was just still really tight. Like, I was just, so sex was still kind of like. But was it like inner or outer discomfort? Oh. Um. Inner. Yeah. Yeah. Inner. Yeah. Deep within. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then the Botox. So did you ever go back for the Botox like six months later or no? No. Yeah. I didn't need to. That's good though. That's great. Yeah. And so now what, are you doing anything now? Like what's, you're chilling. I'm chilling. That's great. Yeah. Uh I mean like I'll go to acupuncture, but I just love acupuncture. And it's also good for everything in general. Yeah. Do you still take Elevil? No. Mm -hmm. So when did you go off the Elevil? Um... I want to say, like, in May. Uh-huh. But that's amazing also. Yeah. It was hard for me to get off the elevator. I was really yeah, attached I, to it. Yeah. But then I just kind of, like, with... Because after Harris was like, all right, um, you can get off it. So I kind of, like... We kind of, like, weaned me off it. Yeah. Like, I had been taking, like, 75. Yeah. <laughs> so I was sleeping amazingly well. It's really good for sleep. <laughs> I was also, sleeping so hard. But that's also really good for healing yeah because you need sleep to yeah heal. yeah it's also just yeah like if you don't sleep your body won't heal yeah so it was good but were you tired then during the day a little maybe no oh really yeah wow. no, i just wasn't that tired oh that's good or maybe i was maybe i don't know i know i don't think so okay yeah i stopped taking it in may i think i was just like I think I'm ready to stop taking it. So, like, day to day, do you still think about this? Like, do you still think about your pelvic pain? And, like, do you still, like, feel your vagina, like, feeling weird or no? I don't feel my vagina being weird. Mm-hmm. But if it does feel weird, I'll be like, my vagina's feeling weird. But I won't be like, this is the rest of my life. My yeah. vagina's going to feel weird. I'll just be like, oh, something feels weird. Like, maybe I'm fe- maybe I'm really tight right now. Uh-huh. You know? And then you'll, like, use a dilator. And then I'll, like, use a dilator, like, you know. Right. Just be really nice to my vagina. Yeah. <laughs> and then she gets better. Yeah. Have you been more aware since this happened of, like, the products that you use and stuff? Oh, my God. Yeah. I know. I mean, all natural, like, everything. Everything. Obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are there any products that you like in specific? For like Vulvodynia stuff, or, like, or I don't know, like anything oh. that you. Like, I mean, use. I love products. <laughs> <laughs> Where should I begin? Um, like, no, I mean, I'm pretty. Product? I'm pretty basic. I'm yeah. pretty like. I'm not like yeah. super fancy in the shower. Like yeah. I'll use like Dr. Bronner's, but like I don't yeah. put soap directly on my vagina. Yeah, just like wash with water. Yeah. Um. But that's like really good though, yeah. because like a lot of times. People who like over soap can it can yeah. mess it messes uh, up your pH yeah, and then yeah, you like get uh, more infections. Yeah, yeah. Which you don't even know. Yeah. Anyways, is there any advice that you have or like any tips or like if there was one or two things that you wanted to like share with other people who have pelvic pain, what would it be? Mm. Just to like real like. T- 
talk to someone else who has it, mm-hmm. which is like hard to know because women are so like secretive about it. No, but that's such good advice. And I actually was going to interrupt you when you were talking about that before, but I didn't want to interrupt. But you were like, oh, my friend told me that her friend yeah, had yeah, this. And yeah. it's like, even if you just open up, like being able to open up and talk yeah, to people yeah. will really help you like, be connected percent. with. And even like Erica and Carol, like will still like send me an email and be like, hey, I have someone like mm. who I'm seeing at five points who like I think it would be really good for them to talk to you. Yeah. And I literally couldn't be happier. Yeah. Like I will talk to any woman who is dealing with this because it is the most important thing to be able to talk to another woman who like ideally has gotten through it. Yeah. And can be like, you're going to get through it. I know. This is going to be OK you're going to figure it out. It's going to be okay. I know how awful it is. Mm -hmm. It's literally the worst. But like, yeah, I mean, that's important. Um, Also, just like, honestly, (laughs) be in therapy. Like, Mm -hmm. just be like looking at yourself during it. Just because it's really hard and like it can make your self esteem like really low. And mm-hmm. that's just like, it's just like a really hard thing emotionally to deal with. And not to be ashamed of it. Like yeah. it's okay. Yeah. Like you can go to a therapist, you yeah. can go to pelvic floor yeah. physical therapy. It's not weird, yeah. it's not abnormal. And you can, you can, I mean, you know, it's different when you're single and it's different when you're in a relationship, but like you can talk. If, if your partner mm-hmm. is a good lady or man, mm-hmm. Like, you can talk to them about it, and, like, it's okay. Like, they're not going to be like, ugh, you're disgusting. Like, they're going to be like, okay, let's, like, figure it out. Like, let's do this work together. Like, really just, like, you know, that's the dream. That is the dream. And there are a lot of people who, like, you know. Dismiss it? I wouldn't say dismiss it, but, like, I feel like before, you know, I didn't like I wouldn't even mention it to dudes like yeah. I wouldn't even like if we were about to fuck I wouldn't even be like be like please be gentle like yeah, I like I have pelvic floor dysfunction and like well, well first of all I didn't even know but then when I did yeah. know I like was like how do I talk about this and it yeah. wasn't until you know it was with the right person or I don't know or I was at the time in just a line where I was able to kind of be like this feels good for me this doesn't feel good for yeah. me you know, like... But that's also when you know that it's the right person. Yeah, totally. Because if you can't have that conversation... It's then fuck them. The right fuck them. Yeah, I agree. totally. Um, so, I mean, it's all about just, like, being supported through this. So, mm-hmm. like, hopefully just everyone who is just have a good network of, like, people that they can be honest with and get love from and give love to and, mm-hmm. you know. I said to Erica... The other day when I saw her, I was like, mark my words, pelvic floor physical therapy is going to be the next, like, the biggest thing. Yeah. In five, ten years from now, probably at least 80% of women will go to pelvic floor physical therapy at some yeah. point in their life. Yeah, yeah, Pretty crazy. It's crazy. Like, anyone, most people could benefit from it at some point, like. Oh, I love it. I mean, I don't yeah. love it, but, but like, like, it's such a good thing, like, Yeah. Because your, before it, now, like, so many people wouldn't even have thought of it as a resource or something to literally, do. But, like, li- the more people are talking about it, the more accessible it will become and more people will be able to get help that way. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And Five Points is great. 
It is great. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. This is a great You're podcast. The best. Thank oh. you. Um, okay, so for everyone listening, please leave a comment and give this episode a five-star rating and subscribe and share this with your family and friends and stay tuned for the next episode. <laughs>